tell of all his wondrous works. Tell of all his wonders. No one can fathom. Tell of all his wonders. Remember the wonders he has done. No one can fathom. Wonderful, wonderful to tell. Wonderful to tell. Hi guys, this is Wonderful to Tell, and I'm Tracy Conrad. My sister, Karen Wilcutts, told me we needed to have her former hairdresser, David Broussard, share his story with our audience. She said that his testimony was amazing and that he was on fire for Jesus. What I didn't know at the time was just how literal my sister's description was. David is an amazing sculptor and artist who takes plain sheets of steel adds extremely hot fire, and creates spectacular pieces of art. Here's David Broussard. Uh, hi, my name is David Broussard. I'm from South Louisiana, Cameron, Louisiana. And uh, when I was 15 years old, I had no idea I had musical talent. I picked up a bass guitar, and it was like breathing. And I, ended, I started playing music. I played music professionally for years. Ended up in Dallas in 75. I met a hairdresser there. I started dating this lady. She was a hairdresser. I got into the hair business. I graduated in 77. Had a real good run in the hair business till 35 years. In 79, I had this, I met these three musicians. They heard me playing at a club. They were starting a band, actually two musicians. I was the third. They were starting a group. And they asked me to play bass with them. We called ourselves Refugee. And we had a run for about four years. And we were about two weeks away from signing with Epic Records, the thing I always wanted, you know, the, the ultimate. But prior to that, prior to signing, I was cutting, I, I was uh, painting my house outside one day, listening to rock and roll music. And I was flipping through the station and I heard this voice, and it was Marlon Maddox. And I heard him, I heard his voice, and I had to listen. What, what's this guy have to say? And it was, he was talking about Jesus. He was talking about the gospel. I started listening to all these other uh, teachers, and to tell you the truth, I got born again. I got saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, listening to Christian radio. That's how I came to the Lord. So anyway, here we are two weeks away from getting signed a record to Epic Records. And I met with the band one night. We were getting ready to have practice. And I walked in and I said, I'm done. And they go, what do you mean you're done? I said, I, I quit. I'm not playing anymore. I quit. And they tried to talk, you crazy and everything. They tried to talk me out of it. I said, no, I'm, I'm done. I'll never come to another practice. I've made up my mind. I'm done. There's nothing you can say to change my heart because I know, I know what's happened to me. So anyway, they told Dallas Observer, Dallas Observer printed, David Broussard quits music. I wrote a letter to the editor and it was, I said, I don't quit anything. I just decided refugees go in one direction and I decided to go another. And I had all, and that's all I said. I had hundreds of people over the next few weeks either see me or call me going, so what direction are you going in? <laughs> so, man, and I just started sharing Christ, sharing Christ. I made up my mind right then. That was 1984. And I said, Lord, if you want me to cut hair till I'm 
80 years old and I can hardly pick up scissors I, and tell people about you, that is what I'm going to do. And, I, and that's what I did. I led a lot of clients, clients sitting in other people's chairs, even hairdressers <laughs> came to the Lord because I was passionate about what, you know, I wouldn't, I, it's, not a, it's not religious. I'm telling them a life changed. They could see it. They knew something had happened. So anyway, in uh, 1999, two weeks before Y2K, I dropped on my knees on the floor. I never read the book, but I read little portions of chair, uh, prayer of Jabez. Lord, expand my borders. One of his prayers was, Lord, I don't want to hurt people anymore. Well, he saved me, so that stopped because I hurt a lot of people in my old life. But I said, I want you to expand my territory. I want, to, I want to reach more people for you. I want you to give me a new gift for this new millennium. I don't even know what to ask for, but you know what you placed in me. I'm asking you to pull it forth. And I prayed that prayer and I let it go. I told Christy, my business partner, I said, I prayed a prayer. I'm asking God to give me a new gift. And she remembered that. Six months later, in May of 2000, I always wanted to learn how to weld because my older brother picked up some welding tips and, you know, anything he can do, I can do, right? <laughs> so I took this 24-hour welding course, made a cross, hung it in my salon, and it lasted about 20 minutes and somebody walked out with it, $20. Couldn't believe it. What? Somebody wants something I made? So anyway, I, I made another one, hung it up there. And about 40 or 50 crosses, rarely did one stay overnight. They just started selling. And Christy said, she turned to me one day and she says, now, you know, I think this is God's answer to prayer. And I said, what are you talking about? I forgot about it. I, I didn't forget about the prayer. I just thought that this is a little hobby I picked up and I'm having a blast. I'm having a lot of fun. And I thought that was it. And I said, okay, Lord, if this is what you're giving me, then I'm asking you to start giving me some designs. And I'm telling you, they just started downloading in me. And you can go back there and you'll see. But my designs, there's a purpose and a reason for the design. It the, the design tells a story and they all tell a story of salvation or a biblical truth. And uh, man, talk about talk for days just telling stories of, of, of uh, shows that I've done and people that I've met and the, the, the Lord will, you know, see somebody... I'll see somebody in a, in a wheelchair or this or that, and there's no way they could ever repay me or give back or anything, but the Lord says, that piece right there, go give to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I have had people, matter of fact, just three months ago, I had somebody come, you gave my son a cross 15 years ago. Let me tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. It's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I always tell people, uh, Pray and ask God. God has given every single one of us a gift. We have it. We have a gift. 
whether you believe it or not, we have a gift. I'm 66 years old, and I am more alive today than I have ever been before, and he's still giving me gifts. Amen. He will always meet you if you will humble yourself and, and just, Lord, what do you want me to do today? What do you want me to do today? And he will sow into you. Am I forgetting anything? My wife back there, she always, she never forgets anything. Am I missing anything? Oh, thank you. I take steel and I cut them out with a plasma torch. I don't know if you know what a plasma torch is, but a cutting torch, oxygen is settling is 2,400 degrees. A plasma torch is 54,000. So you can just, man, you can just draw with this thing. And then I take polishing disc and I polish and I call my company Jeweled Steel because uh, in 77, I met a couple that were uh, lapidary work, polishing stones. And I'd hung around with them and they'd show me how to do it and I learned how to polish stones. And then that's why I call Jeweled Steel what it is because I polish steel. I'll take a piece of metal that's not worth much of anything and I turn it into a jewel that's worth a lot. And, uh, and it really, it has depth in it. The Lord's given me uh, all these ways to polish and to design steel that uh, I've never had a teacher. People always saying, who's your teacher? And I say, my dad told me. My dad, and I always point out, my dad taught me. And, uh, and then I paint with fire, heat. I don't use any chemicals. I paint with fire. And that's how God changes us through the fiery trials of life. If you don't jump out of the fire, he'll meet you right in the fire. That's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. And uh, he does it with me and he does it with anyone who will yield their life. Uh, I had a friend of mine in 2003 he had a booth at the NRB, National Religious Broadcasters Convention. And I went there and I brought three of my pieces and I met Max Griner. He did the coming king. Uh, he did the, the divine servant, Jesus washing Peter's feet. If you go to Dallas DBU, I mean, his sculptures all over the place. There are in a lot of churches everywhere. I met him at this show and he saw my work and he's with Monty Paddleford who does all of his casting. Matter of fact, has the biggest casting company in America there in Wyoming. And they saw my work and, and Max Griner says, you made that? I said, yes, sir. He goes, and he looked at Monty and he goes, that's about the prettiest glass work I've ever seen. I said, it's not glass, it's steel. <laughs> no, I said, it's steel. And it was a standing piece. And this is... 20 years ago, I was a little bit stronger and I just picked it up. It was about 40 pounds. I just picked it up like it was nothing and I had it and he almost dropped it. And he was, he says, whoa. And, and, he, and he, he looked at Monty and her holding and he goes, how long have you been doing this? And this is, a, this is God. I mean, you know, he, he accelerates things. He asked me, he said, how long you been doing this? I said, a year. And he looked at Monty and Monty said, I would have thought 20 and Max says 25 <laughs> and Max 
immediately as his arm went up and he pointed at me, he goes, you're anointed of the Lord. And he told me to mentor you. <laughs> One of the greatest artists in the world in the Christian scene. And he became my mentor just like that. He used to come to Dallas. He lives in Kerrville. He used to come to Dallas and he'd call me up and he goes, Hey David, I'm going to be in town. Let's meet at dinner here. And we'd meet at dinner and he'd buy my dinner. And before we ever start talking, okay, well, ask me, what do you need? Just let's get the questions out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I just got to ask him just stuff like that. Anyway, there is a coming King prayer garden, sculpture garden in Kerrville, Texas at the corner of Interstate 10 and Highway 16 that goes up to Fredericksburg, 24-acre garden. And I have two pieces in the garden. And I, I, I uh, there's a 70-ton, 77 feet, 7-inch <coughs> cross at the top of the mountain. And I met him up there before the cross was ever made. And we're standing at the top of the mountain. And he goes, this is where it's going to be. And I pulled out a piece of paper and I had drawn out three nails. It is finished. I've got a picture of it if you want to see it. But anyway, I said, could I put this somewhere in the garden? Oh, my God, yeah. Anyway, and I got a 12-foot version, 12-foot nails when you drive into the garden. And I have another piece at the top. But uh, I think that's about it. I just want to tell you that God is real. He loves you with all of his heart. You, you, you can't outgive him. You can't outthink him. And he wants to bless you beyond anything you can ever imagine. He really does. And he's for you, not against you. He's not sitting there waiting to whack you over the head if you make a mistake. He's a mighty God. And he loves you beyond anything you could ever imagine. And Jesus Christ is coming soon, very soon, very soon. I'm going to leave it with that. He's coming very soon. Don't forget he's coming very soon. That's it. The evening David shared his story at one of our live recording events, I think just about everyone in attendance left with one of his beautiful crosses. In fact, listening to David share his story is great, but having an opportunity to see the wonderful works he has crafted is even better. My favorite part of David's story was when he said he's 66 years old and he's having more fun and feels more alive than ever before in his life. And also when he shared about the wonderful gifts God has for each of us, so we should be sure to ask our Heavenly Father to give us His good gifts. In Matthew 7, verse 7, Jesus says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. To see photos of David and find links to his website, please visit us at wonderfultotell.com. 
And be sure to subscribe to our show so you won't miss out on any of our wonderful stories. This episode was produced by Brad and Tracy Conrad with the invaluable support of our crew members. Michael, Lindy, Kevin, Katie, Karen, Nancy, Mark, Debbie, Haley, Jeffrey, and John Alfred. Michael Conrad composed our intro, Lindy Conrad came up with our name, and Matt, Jeff, and Justin from Fort Worth High Tech Signs created our logo. If you have a story, wonderful to tell, let us know. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and at our website, wonderfultotell.com. And thanks for listening.